0: Everybody, my name is Scrum, and I'm passionate
1: about it. Welcome to What Do You Like? the podcast where we get to know a person through their passions and hobbies. Today, we are very lucky to have the one and only Alberto Scrump Lara, uh, co-host of the PWT cast. Um, If anyone's listened to that, it's a very entertaining podcast, which they talk to wrestlers and other people around wrestling. Um, But they don't just talk about wrestling, they also talk about pop culture. For a little while, it was a Watchmen podcast, basically, Um, and I was actually lucky enough to be on one of those episodes, but again, I just want to introduce Scrum.
0: Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? I am honored to be episode one of your podcast. I was so honored that you said, you know what, Uh, of everyone who I'm asking to do this, you're the most important person, I'm going to ask you to be episode one, the very first episode, and... I got to say really warmed my heart when
1: you asked me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's that's <laughs> what that's what we're going to go with. This is the first episode of my right? brand I mean, new podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean you wouldn't pull a fast one on me and then put me somewhere later on in the year, right? No. It's definitely not yeah. like 4 or something.
1: No way. Yeah. No way.
0: <laughs> Listen, if you're not first or last,
1: yeah, that's a phrase that some people have said. That is a, that is a true <laughs> statement. But in all honesty, it's it's very great to have you on here. Um, and it's really exciting, the topic that you're talking about. It's something that a certain generation would probably know a lot about, but others probably know absolutely nothing about it. And it is the wonderful world of Digimon. Now, I'm to be honest, I'm from that generation that should know a lot about it, but the only thing I know about it
0: is the theme song? I, it's a catchy theme song.
1: It is one of the most catchy theme songs. Um, I'm sure I watched a few episodes, um, but I was like strictly Pokemon growing up. And and as you see, that's why.
0: Uh, sorry to interrupt. No, no but you're good. when you came to me with the topic of for, first off, you just pick something you're passionate about. I'm passionate about everything. As as I'm older in life, I find myself very much like I attach. Uh, for instance. The, the background for this Zoom meeting between us, it's uh, Mad Max Fury Road, all right? Espe- specifically when uh, Doof Warriors fucking playing the, the guitar and, you know, the speakers. and Like, I am passionate about Mad Max Fury Road to the point where, like, I, 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 I get angry, you know? I'll try to Just, like, very inexplicably just like, no, it's a good movie and let me tell you why. <laughs> but uh, the things I love, I love and specifically growing up i was i'm a big pokemon fan there's been a common misconception the last few weeks on my show uh where dave my co-host stank he's he's been theorizing that i'm i'm going on a little anti pokemon rant which is not the case i I love pokemon i'm i've played almost all the games except for the newer switch ones but that's just because i don't buy a switch but i love pokemon i grew up in that generation i was all about it another thing that I like loved just as much as Digimon and because they were both just again around like it Digimon came out in like 2000 2001 depending on whether you were in Japan or America and Pokemon was the year before it so everyone is naturally like oh this shows is ripping off the other one but two completely different series uh Digimon more of like as, as funny as as weird it is to say it was more of like in a more adult themes as opposed to Pokemon was like, this week we're going to a town full of Jigglypuffs and we're going to go to the Jigglypuff dance. Like some episodes of Digimon were, you know, there's like infighting between the group of who really is the leader and who isn't the leader. You know, like PTSD from almost letting your sister die, of you know, due to an illness and you're not being able to help. like more adult themed subjects. It was more so story over just like here are some pretty Pokemon for you to look at which is in my short way of saying like yeah it's there's a lot of people from that generation who say that a lot who say oh I watched Digimon I watched Pokemon but Pokemon was my thing because Digimon was just like the poor man's version and I'm here to say Jeremy definitely wasn't
1: well and I think it's great to have someone with your knowledge of that and can provide a lot of education to our listeners. So I guess I just want to start with, for those that aren't familiar with Digimon, can you give like a, I don't want, don't go into like deep detail of like storylines, but like what is the overall kind of idea behind Digimon? The overall plot? Well,
0: Digimon was actually, it started like as a spinoff of Tamagotchi. Like a lot of people don't know that it was uh, developed into a show and stuff based on like the little, spin-off of the actual tamagotchi which is why like in digimon they have like the little tamagotchi like devices called digivices but it's august 1st 1999 which is ironically 21 years to the day that we're recording this jeremy that's called fate uh (laughs) you have ty matt tk mimi joe and izzy for seven kids they go to summer camp and they inexplicably get transported to the digital world which is just a mirror version of our world but within the digital space of like the internet and stuff Uh, there, they get partnered with their, with their own Digimon and through, you know, they, they learn to, to be friends with these, with these uh, Digimon, they all become closer within that, you know, you have like Matt and TK who are brothers, but their relationship is kind of strange due to like their parents being divorced You have Matt and TK who are kind of just button heads all the time as far as like who's really the leader of this group. But basically, these kids is, you know, uh, building a stronger friendship within the digital world, trying to save the digital world because they are what's called the digi destined. They've been destined to come and save the digital world because there's a lot of, a lot of like bad, you know, for all the good Digimon you have, there's a lot of bad Digimon. And, That's kind of, you know, the first season is that it's there's a Digimon called Devimon, which is just a giant devil. You know, the the thing you got to learn too is a lot of these Digimon, all all of their their, there's not the prefix, the suffix is mon. You know, so it's Jeremymon, Alberto Mon, all of them. Unlike Pokemon, where it's just Pikachu, Charmander, Squirtle, you know, things of that. Uh, But I mean, it's basically that. It's it's the story of these kids. They come to the digital world, get their own digital partners. Save that world they come they have to come back to the human world now because Digimon are, are starting to cross over there's eventually an eighth digi destined revealed which is Ty's little sister Kyrie, and yeah, I mean the whole gist of the first season because by now they're like six six different iterations, but I'm focusing on this first one because that's the one that's closest to my heart I mean I, I guess it's that it's, without getting like too much into details you know it's eight kids they're destined to save the digital world for the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> that- what what questions is it that you have because it's a lot like it's it's kind of a a big retelling of the first season again without kind of just getting too much too deep into it.
1: Yeah, I mean I I do not want to go into like different plot points of the show. This is not a Digimon podcast. I'm sure there are some and hopefully there are some in the future. Um, we'll see what happens, but more so I want to look at like how it has influenced your life. And I think the fact that you can just talk nonstop about the podcast or about the, the show, like really shows how much of an impact it's had on you. And I do like how you're kind of taking this, this mantle of supporting Digimon because marketing wise, Digimon did not win. The battle no no they are they're very much the what is it the the zune of uh podcasting yes not podcasting uh the mp3 world they're the burger king to pokemon's mcdonald's exactly and again i most time prefer burger king but yeah marketing wise they've lost to mcdonald's mcdonald's is definitely a bigger name but i think we need people that are are that have that passion so I guess kind of want to go into, when did you, did you start watching Digimon right when it came on? Like, were you episode one or like, what kind of drew you to it?
0: I remember watching every episode. I don't know if it was like, while it was airing, because that was just, it would have aired on Fox Kids, which was like Fox's attempt at like, uh, the WB had their own, you know, like child cartoon station and shit like that abc as well all all those places and at the time still i am big power rangers fan and power rangers aired on fox kids as well they had just a myriad of other shows but digimon was digimon power rangers was basically what i would wake up stupid early on a saturday for just to to watch so i did watch it in real time um like i don't I don't specifically remember a point where it was just like, oh, shit, now I'm into Digimon. I just remember it being a show and, like, kids around me um, also talking about it and, like, oh, cool, i also watched this.
1: Gotcha. So there's, there's a social aspect to it, too, because if you didn't watch it that Monday at school after Saturday morning cartoons, you're left out. You're either pretending like you watched it or – was- you- Not involved. Yeah. I mean, very similar
0: into, like, the way that I discovered Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I I discovered the show, and, like, I I had some of the cards, but I I was in the impression. This is just the thing me and my neighbors are into. Like, me, Anthony, and Christian, this is something we watch, we play, nobody else does. Then, you know, go to school, and everyone has the cards, and everyone's talking about the show. And I'm just like, whoa! Like, it's not just us. Like, this, like, weird, specifically nerdy, like, niche thing. So there is a social aspect to it and and like i said i I remember there was uh, some kid that like my mom babysat, and he was super super into Digimon to the point where he had like the Digimon cards for the show and like a PlayStation game of Digimon, but uh, I neither had the cards nor a PlayStation, so never got to play it, but I, that was just a thing he had he brought with him every single time he came over to our house played by himself with these Digimon cards.
1: (laughs) You never played with him?
0: No. Well, one, it it was a very weird card game. Like, I'll say within, you know, you have your your Yu-Gi-Oh!, Pokemon, Digimon. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh!, for sure the easiest of the three. Pokemon, I've heard, is easy to learn. I never did myself. And Digimon was very convoluted. I remember, even as a child, like very convoluted and not a successful card game by by any means. And he also maybe only had about like twelve. So even if we both knew how to
1: play, I don't think that he had uh, enough cards for the both of us to play. That makes sense. And I'm—I I don't know this again. My knowledge of Digimon's not strong, but I'm sure it was a situation where Pokemon has Pokemon cards and they're very successful. So, some marketing company is like, ooh, we have this great product. We need to get cards in the shelves. So that's what's selling. Not really thinking about the actual game. Um, whereas, like, something like Yu Gi Oh!, I think they very much thought of the game first. Because for Yu Gi Oh!, did the cartoon come out first or did the card game come So, out first? with Yu Gi Oh!, funny enough, in, in the manga, like, the
0: concept of playing cards was like a one off thing. Like, the whole thing was they would play in the manga. Uh, the pharaoh, for, for those of you unaware, um, the story of Yu-Gi-Oh! is yu Yugi moto gets uh, a puzzle box from his, his grandfather, so- finally solves the puzzle, puts together this millennium, this giant necklace with a, its a pyramid with you know, the Egyptian eye on it, and awakens the spirit of a 2,000-year-old pharaoh, Atem, and Atem helps him just become a better duelist, a better friend, a better overall person. Uh, in the manga... Attend play different games with different people, you know. So the bad guys would fuck with him and his friends, and he would play a game of dice. He would play a game of Russian roulette. Yes, that is the thing. Just (laughs) different games, but I guess the one that caught on the most was when they played Duel Monsters, an actual card game. So based on that, they kind of everything else fell towards like make it just about the card game. Okay. So I, I So to, I, to, a long way to answer your question is yes. You know they they the card game first and then the show because even very very on early into like the first season of Yu Gi Oh. There's almost no rules even with their card game like it's just like now you know it's very oh you can only very much rules and you can only do this if you do that first and you can only do that if you do that and that first season was just the wild west it was like i'm just gonna play this card and because i said and you know I, it, again it wasn't until it got more popular and stuff that they actually like
1: no you're fucking not
0: you can't do that because you have to do a b and c first you know
1: yeah you're not playing blue eyes white dragon first round <laughs> yeah. yeah you can't play blue eyes white dragon the first round you idiot <laughs> come on see i know a little bit about Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm pretty. I'm pretty knowledgeable about very little things. Wait, no. I'm okay. very little knowledgeable about a lot of things.
0: Well, hey, it's fine. You have really nerdy people like me who can inform you on these things. Absolutely.
1: Um, but I kind of want to get back into little little scrump mm-hmm. on the playground. Yeah. Ta- talking about Digimon. Yeah. Was was there? Were you like known as like the expert? of the playground were you or was it very much a very egalitarian basically just saying that was awesome that was awesome that was awesome and just being really happy that other people are watching
0: uh well you know what i was like i was kind of a shy kid when i was younger so i nest like I i had friends uh i would talk to them about stuff but it was more so with like my neighbors my neighbors and my sister my cousins that uh i kind of they were the people that i would talk to and like about this stuff because again, it was. I was a shy kid, so even if oh, me and Jeremy have the same interests and stuff, it was like, oh, I'm not gonna bother. And again, this would be in 2000, the show ran from like 2000, 2001, so I would have been about even like first grade, I would have been like first grade, like kindergarten, first grade ish. Um, so I wasn't exact, I wasn't the most social butterfly even then, you know, most, most kids of that age are either the social butterflies that they grow to be or kind of just reserved. And I, I, I fell in the, the latter category. Uh, but it, yeah, I, I, it was a thing with like me, my sister, like my cousins, because and the, the cool thing was, is like my cousins, they were girls, my sister as well, you know? So it, it was like, oh, this is a boy show, quote unquote boy show, but these girls are into it. So that was also kind of one of those cool things, because even with like Power Rangers, there was always that stigma of, oh, it's a boy show. And I have now plenty of friends that are, you know, women who love the show, who grew up watching it. But again, there was that stigma. It's a boy show. So you don't talk about it and they wouldn't you know like i remember my next door neighbor she came over once and me and my sister were like oh we're gonna watch power rangers and she was just like that's a boy show so i'm not gonna watch that and she just went back home and we were like oh okay um yeah but no i mean so it would have been a thing i I wouldn't necessarily because even then back then like i wasn't it's now in my my later years that i've uh, rekindled my love with Digimon, and i now I consider myself like a digimon expert because again, then I watched it because that's you know it's all that there was to watch um but it wasn't it's more so one of those things that I look at I look back now that i 'm like, man, this was a thing I loved as a kid and rediscovering it as an adult um it it kind of goes back to like a few years ago actually, where they put up uh the first two seasons um on on Netflix and I just sat down and rewatched them and it was like that rediscovering like oh fuck man this episode was kind of dark or like oh yeah that was pretty fun and just again the music the music factors into a lot of it you know you mentioned the one thing that you remember specifically is the intro very catchy It's it's a very catchy song and uh hearing it 52 times in a row while you're completing the first season it's it's very hard to just get it out of your head um but you know i i think now like and in, in, you know as, as i'm older and the, even as of recent to kind of even keep it with you know this first season um a few years ago the company that i believe is toei um they rebooted in, in a weird way with like a completely different animation style which is set like four years after the last time we see these kids, you know, these original eight digit destined and it's kind of just like its own thing, its own continuation. The kids are like older now. They're like seniors in high school and shit. And it's very much like, Oh cool. Like they're, they're closer to my age or not closer to my age. Now, Cause we would have been about the same age, like show wise, but just seeing them like grow up and, it's interesting. It's interesting. I I don't, I'm not sure if that's like canon specifically, but it's interesting to see like, oh, okay, this is where these character arcs are going. And again, it's, it's, it's just interesting to see like, okay, this is realistically where, you know, these people would have gone. Like for instance, I'm not finished with the series. So forgive me if anyone's listening to this. Fucking idiot. You're getting it all wrong. Uh, (laughs) But there, there's, there's the character of Joe who's, he's like the nerd in the group always studying super book smart super about school and books uh, and at one point when you know all the digimon have come back and stuff and everyone's super excited to have their their digimon partner back he's kind of just like okay but like I, I have to study like i have to do all this book work stuff and breaks down at a certain point where he's just like how long do i have to be a fucking digi and try to save the world like I've got my own life. I've got a girlfriend. I got school. Like, like fuck off. You know, I I have my own stuff to do, and that is a thing that, that like you have to think about. Where, at, at least to me, these eight kids get thrust upon. You know, they get told like, hey, you have to defend this digital world. Which, is okay, they're kids. You know, when you tell a bunch of ten and eleven year olds you have to save everything, then they do. And just every every now and then. You know, this thing keeps coming back and they keep having to fall into it. But at this point, they're growing into adults. And, you know, what was a fun adventure when you were 10 is, it might seem like a chore now that you're, you know, 17, 18, and you're trying to get all these exams so you can go to college. And uh, so just, it's just interesting, at least from my perspective to see that like, oh, you do see these kids from little kids to like now older adults and just seeing everything again i'm not it's pretty much sticks to canon what's going on i don't know if it's exactly canon but just at least from my perspective interesting to see like oh i guess i've grown up with these kids because uh i was watching them when we were both the same age and although now i'm 27 and i got a, a few years on them uh pretty interesting to see where most of those characters wind up because and how much of the things. As much as things change, things still stay the same in the sense of like still like a struggle over who, who is the leader of this group and who is it.
1: I think it's really interesting. The, 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 the main fact that like a few years ago, just the fact that it happened to be uploaded on Netflix, like mm-hmm. it seemed to just like hit you in a nostalgic place mm-hmm. and be like, oh man, uh, like now that I'm an adult, like being an adult's hard. I gotta pay taxes and bills, and don't get to just eat cereal every morning. Well, I mean, I could. I could. It's just yeah.
0: I would eventually get the diabetes.
1: Yeah, exactly. As an adult, you have to worry about that. But you have that Digimon is like that comfort. I think uh, people in our generation that is a, a big thing because we have access to it. There's a lot of basically streaming services that are based exclusively on that nostalgia. But then also the fact that while you had that nostalgic look, just by chance, they've really re-released or they created a new show that then was able to connect with you more on a current level. Mm -hmm. And it's like a a perfect storm um, to kind of just like really grip you and like pull you right back into the Digimon world. Can you think of anything else like in your life that like kind of aligns like that? Or is this like Digimon just like the perfect storm that you can't think has ever happened?
0: Um, Hmm. I, I guess with Yu-Gi-Oh, it's very much the same way where, cause for those of you who can't tell as, as passionate as I am about, um, Digimon, I'm also very, very much the same way with Yu-Gi-Oh and very, very much the same way, except with Yu-Gi-Oh, I discovered it, rediscovered it through uh YouTube because they had released like a. I I watched it same thing you. I watched it as it was going on, and eventually stopped airing. And I was like, "All right, well, I guess that's the end of that." But it wasn't. They they started what was called Yu-Gi-Oh GX, which is just a, again a continuation, new characters, bring back some old characters. Very similar how they did with Digimon, but. I discovered this Yu Gi Oh GX via YouTube, and I was like, "Wait, what?" YouTube doesn't just show fucking funny cat videos. Like, you can watch full episodes of stuff. So I guess that's also a thing. And you you mentioned nostalgia. It's weird in this age that we're in, where like nostalgia, it's very it's something that you can very much profit on, because like a lot of movies that get made, like I'll specifically go into like movies and TV shows. A lot of movies and TV shows that are getting made or remade are doing that you know they're oh shit these people were really big fan of this movie from the 80s let's redo it or let's just keep let's let's make a sequel let's make a prequel let's let's do something with it that kind of cashes in on that nostalgia and i'm a very big whore for for that for nostalgia um and while we were speaking what we're talking about like before you know i guess what led me down the rabbit hole of wanting to watch look for the show on netflix is uh, the Digimon movie? Have, have you ever have you ever seen that? Because what, what what is what is what is before, actually? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm 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 taking over real quick. Whoa, what whoa. is your what is your history with Digimon? Because you keep mentioning it, you know, very very briefly, but like, what
1: is exactly your history with Digimon? Um, so what I remember from Digimon, like I mentioned, was the theme song, and I remember. Like the Orange Dinosaur Digimon. That's basically basically it. That's it. I had friends who were more into it, but I never... So growing up, I was more into wrestling. I was definitely the wrestling kid at school. Um, Everyone came to me as if they wanted to talk about wrestling. Um, Even after people stopped watching wrestling. Obviously, I kept watching it. But for Digimon... Very little, but one thing that you brought up earlier that like really hit me was how it was based on Tamagotchis. Because at one point, I was very serious about my Tamagotchi. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the few times I remember crying as a child. I went to this arcade called Enchanted Castle. Um, I, think Lombard, Lombard, yeah. I think it's Lombard. Lombard, Illinois. I think it's well, maybe not during COVID, but as a company it's still open as a field trip during summer camp because i i had basically raised by a single mom so i had to go to day camp during the summer we went to Chan castle and i put it down somewhere and i lost it and i'd had it for it probably felt like years but it's probably like two months but like mm-hmm. two months of a tamagotchi you have really put in a lot of work keeping that thing alive and i lost and i searched the entire place and like this is when they were like super popular and couldn't find it and i remember on the bus back to the, the camp just crying because i lost my tamagotchi and i mean it makes me connect to digimon so much more and it's like i mean that 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 transition to digimon makes so much more sense that i mean maybe i'll check it out it's on netflix right hulu now I got, I got all of them. I got all. Well, of them. which, uh, so,
0: kind of bringing it out with Hulu, how I mentioned, uh, I've, i I've, sorry, I've, I mentioned to you, I, I plan on eventually doing some, some sort of podcast, something with Digimon, and which led me to like, all right, well, let me, let me look up, see where I can start seeing episodes, uh, and Chris Swung, friend of the show, actually was the one who informed me. Uh, which I had to go look for myself. They've apparently just started redoing this first season, like just modernizing it. I, I don't know if it's the exact same story. Yeah. Like again, so Toei, the company, they've just really big on the nostalgia bug and just redoing uh, the original show with like modernizing it. They're setting it within the, it's like, Oh, it's in 2020 now, as opposed to 1999, uh, there's only about, like, seven episodes out as of this recording. So I, and I, so I haven't watched it yet. Also, it's all subbed, and I'd rather I'm, – I'm a dub guy. Sorry. Sorry, anime people. Uh, <laughs> but it kind of leads me to, like, the perfect transition of what I wanted to speak about next because if they're, if they're going back and redoing, you know, season one, let's say it is a critical success, they'll probably move on to, you know, season two and so forth. In between season one and two though there was uh, three th- there was a series of movies that came out uh now these movies aren't your your typical like Pokemon the movie was a full like hour and change of like a movie that was written you know to take place some point then uh, there's Digimon the movie which when you hear that you're like, oh cool um it's three short three shorter movies that they put out, like in Japan, they put out like 40 minute movies, uh, movies, I guess uh, technically is what they are. They're just basically longer episodes. Uh, and so what they did is they splice these three and put it into one movie, but it tells one continuous story. If that makes any sense. Uh, so th- yeah. there's, there's there, and there, there's three segments of the movie. I'm a big, I love this movie. I watch it weekly. I it's, it's uploaded to YouTube. Because these Japanese companies don't give a fuck, like they they don't (laughs) care. So you you could go right now onto YouTube, you finish the show, go onto YouTube and Google Digimon the movie, and it's there, you know. Um, But I remember. So this is this this again goes back to like what was you know what sparked my interest in it again. It would it would have been I can pinpoint exactly when this I would have fell down this Digimon rabbit hole again. Uh, it would have been about 10 years now when I was a junior or yeah, it was, it was a summer. It was a summer between like sophomore and junior year where I worked at my, my high school. And by work, I mean, it was some sort of weird work program with me and my buddy, uh, where they, we worked the same hours as summer school, but all the boys did was go with, uh, um, the janitor's the custodians and help like move desks out of rooms so they could go in and clean or like walk around the school and clean up. And the girls were like in the computer lab with the one teacher and she made them like reorganize her files or something like that. Very weird. But um, me and my buddy Lewis, uh, we would always walk back home because it's it, our homes weren't that far from, I mean, they were kind of far from where we went to school, but it was literally just take, take a shot down Irving Park. you will be fine. Uh, and over on like Irving and Damon, there used to be a blockbuster. Well, one day after work, we're walking and this blockbuster is going out of business. Uh, it's now a T-Mobile, I believe. But you know, they're like, yeah, come in buy, you know, whatever. Blockbuster was still around is basically what I'm trying to get. This is how old, this is how long ago (laughs) it was. Blockbuster was on its last dying legs. And so we go in and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, they've got Digimon the movie. What the fuck? Like, I haven't seen this in years. And I remember loving it as a kid. So, you know, getting that uh, <laughs> um, and just re-watching the Digimon movie. And, like, listen, the, the plot of – so, Digimon War Games is the second segment of the movie that I liked the most. Like, if you watch the movie, basically the first segment. So, throughout the first season, they mentioned the incident at, like, uh, fuck, what is that Evergreen Terrace? Uh, the incident at Heightened View Terrace. The way you become a Digidestin within, you know, the context of the digital world is, as a child, I don't know exactly what the age. I presume, presumably, from like a child to eighteen, maybe I don't know. But as a kid, you have to have seen a Digimon with your own eyes, and that's that's it. You see a Digimon with your eyes, you become a Digidestin. Uh, so in the movie, is the first segment, the first fifteen twenty minutes. Is basically that it's you see how the main characters of Tai and Kyrie, they get their own Digimon. Uh, it's an Agumon, like the one you saw, but it's not theirs. It's like a giant version of him. Eventually he grows into a Greymon. It's like second one where he's like the giant dinosaur with like the skull. Um, so Greymon sounds
1: familiar too.
0: And you see, yeah, I'm, I'm positive you know who Greymon is too as well. If I showed you a picture. Uh, so the story is that, you know, it's they. They feed him too much, so he grows, and then uh, an evil Digimon comes. And basically, the evil Digimon and their Digimon are, are duking it out. Uh, there's a scene that gets me so emotional as well, where he's just like, "Oh, he's like, he can't wake up," and Ty grabs his like whistle and blows it, and he, it's, it's a whole thing. But uh, those kids see that, and four years later get taken to camp. You know, they become or whatever. It, it's kind of just like if you've never seen Digimon. This is the origin story, you know, which is interesting because they uh, they never really go into it in the show. It's just they mention, oh, well, remember when we all saw the, those Digimon? In, remember the incident at Heightened View Terrace? Like, that was fucked up. And I was always like, what what was it? They never talk about it. In the, you know, they're kind of just like vague about it in the show. But the second segment of this movie, which is what I want to talk about. The third, it's whatever, I don't give a fuck. The second, it's called Digimon War Games in, in Japan. Jeremy, the plot of this movie is there's an evil Digimon infecting the internet who launches nuclear missiles to wipe out uh, both, like, Ty and TK, who are on their computers trying to stop them, uh, and uh, America. So this evil Digimon launches at the boy who created him, but he would destroy Colorado, probably destroy a lot of the U.S., that's the plot of like a children's movie where there's an evil Digimon that launches nuclear warheads uh, at Japan and America. But the movie it, it's really good. It's I would <laughs> I would you know recommend it to everyone again. I, it's something that I watch almost weekly because uh, it's it you mentioned being nostalgic. Like I remember going to see this movie as a kid like uh we didn't get to see that many movies as a kids cuz we were like lower lower middle class so it's like if we got to see a movie whew, holy shit was it like a big deal and that's like a dvd that like i've watched it so much that i don't even think like it doesn't work as much anymore but um de- definitely definitely a big like thing you know if if i didn't go into that blockbuster then i don't think i fall down this like rabbit hole of like this Digimon nostalgia, which again, now they're celebrating. Well, last year was like their 20 year anniversary. So it was like a big thing where like, I was happy about it. A lot of people were rediscovering Digimon. That's a common thing too. You know, you bring up Digimon, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! There's a lot of kids of our generation who are like, oh yeah, like that was the thing I was into. And that's, that's the one thing I love the most is like, oh, what did you love about Pokemon? What did you love about Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, do you remember this? And just getting to hear that conversation because it, it, it's easy for, we're all adults now and it's easy to like look back at that things. It's like, oh, it's just like silly little kid things. But like I unapologetically love the things that I love. It, it, like there's, if you hear me talk about something like on their podcast, like you hear me talk about Watchmen, it's because I fucking love Watchmen. And if I find someone who has like that same interest in it, then it's like, cool. Now here's another person I can be really nerdy about it with. But another thing is, let me if, if I know someone's interests, if I know how someone's brain works for the most part, I'd be like, yo, you really have to check this out because I really think you would like it. And what's better than and you can even bring it back to wrestling? What's better than like, you know what? I really think you would like this wrestler. No, 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 it's like, no, 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 just just hear me out. I really think you would like this wrestler. I really think you would like this wrestling match. Then said person watches that and they're like, oh my God, I'm addicted. It's always fun being able to share your interests with your friends. It's always fun being able to take something that you love so much and see someone grow to love it so much. And I think that's why Digimon specifically, it's become a gateway to a lot of like different friendships as well now that you're older. Because again, when I was a kid, I only knew the same 10, 15 kids, maybe. So it's like, okay, we all either like the same thing or hate the same things. but Again, with with the advent of the internet being bigger now that we're adults, I could I could probably go on some sort of like Digimon forum and just like, oh, I love Digimon dude just as much. You know, well, if I can be a giant circle jerk about how much we love or hate, you know, the same things. But I, again, it, it's very it sounds it sounds weird, especially within the I haven't heard any other episodes of your show, so I'm sure other people speak differently about things they're passionate about. But for me at the end of the day, it's it's more so about being able to use like that nostalgia. And again, whether it's Digimon, Power Rangers, Pokemon, whatever the case may be, to just like bring bring that inner child out of people. Because again, as adults, sometimes we forget that and it's even the same thing with movies that like not everything has to have some sort of like deep context, you know, social commentary about what's no it can just be a fun show where these eight kids go into the digital world, form friendships and bonds with these Digimon, and then fight the bad guys and win.
1: I mean, I, I couldn't imagine it being said anything better, anything, anything, any way better than that. Um, And I think it really touched on, I mean, we talked about it early in the podcast, um, how when you first started, you're like amazed the other people were interested in the same things and now in adulthood you're using that to kind of drive that more and like spread the things that you're passionate about and really share with other people um, but also as a way to connect to other people and I think that's as humans um, even if you're the most introverted person in the world like we definitely all seek human connection and I think things like our passions like Digimon and other nostalgic things can be a great way to kind of connect to other people. Um, so I think it's just, a, a, I never really thought of like part of the idea of passions is not just to keep it to yourself, but to share with others. Um, I think that's something that you do an absolutely great job with. Cause I know I've gotten a lot of recommendations from you that I've definitely followed through with. The one thing I need to do, number one, that's next on my list is I need to watch uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yes. Um, the leftovers. Movie. The leftovers too. But I think I'm on an anime kick right now, so I think I'm going to focus on yeah. Full Metal yes. Alchemist. That, definitely Full
0: Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Then because that, that one is that one is also an animated one that I get so passionate about, and I cry. Like I cry a lot now when like watching things. Like I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just me and getting in my age. I'm getting older.
1: Maybe, or maybe it's just, it's, it's you just embracing your feelings about the, the media. And I think, I mean, some people probably look at someone who is really fo- like can, can really connect to media and be like, well, you know, like, and people say this about wrestling all the time, it's like, you know, it's fake and stuff like that, but it's like, there's something deep about a story that if people can connect to it, like how it can connect to a human being at your, your understanding of being a human being and everything like that. It's really amazing. Um, and it seems like definitely your connection to Digimon has that, that personal connection, which is, I mean, it's just beautiful to see. And I hope more people open themselves up to, to things like that. Um, so hopefully after this conversation, someone checks out Digimon. I might check out a few episodes. I'm not committing to going down the road. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, no, those older episodes – not a lot of them
0: hold up. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Not a lot of them hold up. Um, but I, like, I listen. If anything, I would recommend Digimon the movie again. It's on YouTube. It's all in all, it's maybe like an hour and a half. But again, because it's three separate segments, uh, that holds up a little bit better, especially because you have to. You have to know like the bare bones of Digimon, and they for the most part they explain a lot of it to you. There's a lot of exposition that, especially in that first one, that kind of just explain, explains what you need to explain. Uh, I would recommend that. Like, as weird as it is, um, they, they also do expect you to know a lot of things. You know, like, they expect you to just know what, like, Digivolving is, and that, like, there's different tiers of Digivolving. But, again, for, for the most part, like, if you if you want to go into, like, a little Digimon nostalgia, uh, I Definitely recommend Digimon the movie. It's free. It's on YouTube. There's like several different ones uploaded. Uh I mean you could go back and watch the show, but I again working on a project, I've gone back and rewatched some, and I'm just like, oh, oh boy. I'm like, <laughs> the, these are these are a product of their time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I think that it's okay to look at things like that and like understanding. The the time period they're in, and I mean, if there are things, I mean, there are definitely some things that are from they're older that are problematic nowadays.
0: They don't um, use the n word, and did you okay, good. You mean by problematic?
1: I mean, uh, you never know with uh. With, they with, got they they got rid of the
0: blackface episode as well. Okay, so perfect. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so if you're like, "Where's episode
0: 37 You know, the one where all the kids do blackface. So I'm like, "Oh no, it's gone." That one you can find on YouTube, but no, no, no they okay they took they took it down from all streaming services
1: gotcha that's it's good to know so okay, so look out for that on the dark web oh, that's that wasn't phrased correctly um, <laughs> well okay well I, I think uh, we're kind of finishing up here um, I guess kind of to, to to end you very much have some like have you're a public person you have projects um, can you how can people reach you? Um, where can they reach your podcast? What do you what do you want to share with the the listening public?
0: Very uh very quickly, but before we get out of here, I want to share one last Digimon story. I it occurred to me when you were talking about your Tamagotchi. Uh so within the world of Digimon, you have what's called a Digivice, which is essentially it looks like a Tamagotchi and you know, like a little thing and it helps the Digimon Dig grow into their bigger forms and whatever. Uh, I, again, I mentioned was lower middle class, so toys and things. I was lucky birthday, uh, Christmas and that's about it. Maybe if like I had a relative come up from Mexico or like my grandfather or, or something, but just wasn't a big thing. What I wanted desperately more than anything was I wanted a Digivice. Couldn't afford it, whatever. I, so I remember one time we were in the auditorium for something and like the dance teacher had a little, uh, like timer and that timer looked just like a digivice. So me being me, I took it, ripped off like the little cords to put around your neck and it looked just like, like a black digivice. And I had that for years. Like I, I when I, when I moved out of my first apartment I, and I regret it now, I threw it away cause I was like, what the fuck is this like old? watched team even work and like I threw it away and I'm just like ah but I remember I had that for years. Like all my friends would be like, yeah we have the digitize. I'm like yeah I have this cool Japanese one but like whatever you guys want <laughs> you know just like as a cover to like oh no my parents are poor <laughs> can't buy me a real one. Um but if you want to hear stories like that and more uh I produce a podcast every Monday it's the PWT cast myself and uh Big Stank Dog uh the head designer over at Pro Wrestling Tees We drop an episode every Monday. We talk to people within the world of wrestling. So, not just wrestlers, you know, wrestlers, referees, shirt designers, just people that own their own companies, different things, as well as people that work at Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, It's a wrestling podcast, not about wrestling, if that makes any sense. We we tend to just get more in depth with people and talk to them about what they like, uh, you know, the things they're interested in. So we'll have an episode with uh, with an Ethan Page where we talk about his toy collection. We have episodes with uh, Effie, we just talk about movies and TV for the most part. I've got people like Killer Cross who talks about his uh, how horror movies horror movies have influenced him and his characters. Uh, You know as well with episodes I've got you know we've got interviews with people like Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, Colt Cabana, Kevin Smith. Yes. That Kevin Smith uh, and, and there's a lot of interviews as well With friends of ours There's episodes of Jeremy on there um, and, You know You just hear about the comings and goings Of what goes on backstage uh, At Pro Wrestling Tees There's a Jericho Cruise episode Which listen If you listen to one episode Listen to the Jericho Cruise episode It's, it's a diary of like those 3-4 days When we were on the Jericho Cruise uh, It opens up I think it opens up with Frank and Melissa's part about their dead neighbor. It opens up with a murder mystery and it ends with Dave and I preventing a murder. Uh, if that doesn't entice you, I don't know what will. Um, but yeah, that comes out every Monday. By the time this episode comes out, uh, we may or may not have our Patreon uh, live yet. We're starting a Patreon. We're excited. I'm not going to talk about what is or isn't coming out yet. as It's still th- very much in the works. But by the time this comes out, might already be there. So you can head over, head over to at PWTCast on Instagram or Twitter for more uh, information. You'll find my personal uh, Instagram and Twitter linked to there as well. Uh, And I got to say, Jeremy, I talk about it all the time. It's not just because you're here. I I say it all the time. Like if we had to have a third man for our show, uh, it would be you. There's a graphic that we did for one of our bonus episodes. It was yourself and waiting from post wrestling. And I, constantly say if i had that fucking weird monkeys paw that gives you five wishes the first wish would be for you and uh waiting to host the podcast uh and have it be like joe rogan level successful just because i i don't know to me that's just like that's my 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 ultimate like dream um and the second one would be for me and have a more successful podcast than that uh, but no uh it really it, it's been an honor I was, I was happy you asked me to be on here uh i'm always down to to podcast with you or, or for whatever the case may be listen you heard me talk about all the shit that i'm passionate about yugioh fucking uh all the all, all the things you heard me talk about on here i'm always down to talk about anything i can talk about adult things as well too so uh wow. thank thank you for having me on and uh i look forward to to more of these episodes
1: Absolutely. And I, I very much appreciate those kind words. Um, It is an absolute honor to have you on here. Um, And it's just an honor to like have someone who, I mean, has been podcasting for over a year now um, to kind of grace this, this brand new venture with me. Um, And hopefully, hopefully I can be as successful as you are um, and have a year's worth of podcasts released um, with millions of listeners, just like Joe Rogan. Um, I might Joe Rogan
0: we come in for you
1: yeah I might I might have to give uh, Elon Musk a call um, maybe I can tell him to stop tweeting
0: uh, <laughs> we'll see Jess George, George Lucas to come on your show he's not doing anything
1: that's true I mean I really I've, I've kind of floated maybe Barack Obama can join um, but I'm a little nervous now that his wife Michelle has a podcast that he might be exclusive but we'll see I'll have my lawyers talk to his lawyers we'll see what we can do <laughs> um, but again, if you, if you like what you heard here, um, feel free to reach out. Um, it's on all the social medias. just search. What do you like podcasts? Um, you should be able to find it. I think it's at, what do you like podcasts on Instagram? It's at W Y what W D Y L podcast on Twitter. I'll get better at that. Twitter has a limit on how long your act can be which I realized after I created my Instagram. So <laughs> you could always change them. I could now that, that that's the charm of this podcast. It, it just, if you search, what do you like podcast? You should find them. Um, you can email me directly. I have an email. You can email me at uh, Jeremy at what do you like If you have any questions or anything like that. Um, but I think that that kind of sums everything up again scrump it's been an absolute pleasure and everyone else out there uh, we'll see you next time